You're listening to the Melrose Place podcast, where we rewatch, recap, and analyze every episode of the hit 90s TV series, Melrose Place. I'm Dan Hill. And I'm Jenny Hill. Let's get started. I really, really enjoyed this episode. It was a doozy. I don't think I've ever heard you laugh more hysterically <laughs> than this episode. It is heating up, and there were a couple of things that happened in this episode that I had that, like, old man, like, wheezy, like, <sighs> I couldn't even catch my breath at one point. You were losing it. I lost it, guys. So, this one's called, this is episode number nine, called responsibly yours which i don't understand and uh there's two guest stars in this one uh joyce heiser plays dawn bonds and justin isfield plays martin bonds (laughs) can't wait to get into these characters yeah so where are we off to jenny so we open in billy's drive in his cab down the street And he comes upon a broken down car where a lady is uh, popped the hood and she's trying to figure out what's wrong with her vehicle. Yeah, and he looks like super creepster. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go check this girl. (laughs) His face, his face when he sees the girl. He pulls over. He's got his jean shorts on, his multicolored striped shirt. He's ready to slay. He's like chomping at the bit, and he pulls up, and she's like, oh yeah, my car's messed up, and they pop the hood, and like, this car is going to explode. <laughs> it is smoking. Billy's trying to pretend like he knows how to like how cars work. And she yeah. totally blows his cover and is like, um, you're talking about the transmission fluid, but that's like where the wiper fluid goes. Yeah, it's <laughs> like a chimney. This thing's gonna ignite any second. Anywho, uh what Billy like talks her into Getting in his cab because she's got to be somewhere. Yeah, so um, he says that he'll take her to a service station where she can, I, I guess, like get the help she needs to get her car up and running again. Right. So Billy is a straight up predator. Uh, <laughs> I have that she doesn't really want his help at all in this. It's weird. But she does take it, and they have a little ride, and they're driving down the street. They do get to a service station, and then when it's time to pay up, she goes into her purse, and she's looking through her wallet, and she says, gee, I'm a little short. How about you just take these tickets to my comedy show, and then we'll call it even. Yeah, and okay, what is with Melrose people passing off tickets? <laughs> As currency. Like there is something of value. This is the second time Rhonda tried to pass her tickets off as as Annie in a pot for, for poker. And now this chick's trying to pass off her tickets as cash. 
to Billy. Yeah, and Billy is very interested in this girl. He's giving her compliments the whole time, so he's thrilled to be given the tickets. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Don's a shoe salesman on the on the weekdays and and does comedy. On, on at yeah. night. So the tickets are to her comedy show. Right. So we go back to Melrose Place, and Michael is getting ready to go on a date with Jane. But he's gardening in full dress clothes. Because Michael doesn't have Dad, time. You, he has got to get his property manager duties done somehow. <laughs> he's he's got, ju- got an internship at the hospital. He's doing his property management stuff. He's like, I gotta, I gotta hoe this garden. In my dress clothes. <laughs> so Jake shows up on the scene and they start talking about relationships and um, the, talking about how Jake can definitely get a girl, but he just has a problem keeping a girl. Because Jake is too awesome. <laughs> Girls want to skip everything and get straight to the business. Oh my God. With old Jakey Poo. And Jake's call, Jake calls Michael very lucky that he has Jane. And then Michael really explains and lays it down for him that, like, well, we dated Jake. We were friends first. Right. So this is all, like, foreign to Jake. And he's like, hmm, friends first. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Interesting take. (laughs) Interesting take here. Uh, Maybe I should try this whole friends thing. Yeah. So he does. Um, and, but Jake, what I, what I I had a note that Jake, at least Jake is self-aware, you know? Yeah. He, he talks to Michael and he's like, yeah, I know. All I do is I find girls and I slay them. And he's just, he's, he's honest. But he's not fulfilled in that way. So he's wanting to really get advice about how he can have a meaningful relationship with another person. Right. So then we're off to Billy and Allison's apartment while they are doing like a, a co-op potluck dinner with Matt and Rhonda. And Billy's ranting and raving and so happy that like he's met somebody and he's really excited in, in, in pure Billy fashion. And, you know, uh, Allison, like, she she goes to, like, grab the, the, the dinner rolls. And Billy immediately is like, Allison, we shut up about the dinner rolls. <laughs> because like, it's always about Billy and what is important to him. And everyone's like, well, Billy, you just met her. Like, this is always what you do. Yeah. And he talks them into going to the comedy show with him that evening. Right. He's got four tickets. He's like, guys, come on. Just come to the show with me. So they go. So we're at the comedy club. And um, Dawn is mid-routine. And she's killing. Everyone's just loving her. Oh, They're yeah. just laughing their faces off. But guys, her routine is, I, I don't get it. It's mid-grade. And maybe best. like back in 92, it was cutting edge and really funny, but it's not working for me. Pretty much every joke misses with, with me and Jenny. Yeah. The but- biggest joke in this scene was Billy. Guys... The best thing in the entire episode happens here. Billy is just enthralled with Dawn and how great and how funny she is. And he takes his elbow and jabs Allison right in the boob as like hard as he can. Straight in the boob. And Allison is like, ow. I don't know if that was intentional. (laughs) I could not stop laughing. I could not. 
stop. Yeah. We had to watch it over and over again because it is that freaking yeah. funny. We paused it. We rewound it. And all I could think of was like the director told Billy, like, look, man, this one's about you. We're going to let you off the leash. And you do you do Billy here. You do all the crazy shit you want and, and it'll fly. And I think that that was like ad-libbed. And he just elbowed the <laughs> shit out of Alice. And if I was if I was Courtney Thorne Smith, I'd have turned around and I'd have punched him in the face. Like I'd have been like, "Cut! What the fuck? That it like that physically is that painful it, to get elbowed in the boot? Yes. Okay. It's not a walk in the park. It's not fun. I didn't think it was. I'm just saying. Like, damn. So. After the show, Don goes out to the audience and sees Billy, meets the crew, and um, she's looking real... Like, when we first met Dawn, I was like, is that girl supposed to be attractive? I don't get it. Mm. But she's looking really good at the comedy club. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Agree to disagree. I think she is. And she was, in a, she was the star of a, one of the guys. Just one of the guys. I don't know what that is. It's a movie where uh, she's a girl but plays a boy to like be on the football team or something oh that was the that's like her big movie okay but um so she meets all she meets the gang and matt is a great person to bring with you to a show because he just kisses ass <laughs> he loves everything <laughs> he just kisses ass he kissed Rhonda's friend's ass teresa well, he was like oh my gosh i loved your show well, then, maybe he just really likes being cultured and seeing his, shows. His lines are so shitty because it's just like, I really enjoyed your joke about blah, blah, No, blah. he said, I really enjoyed how you talk about single life. Yeah. It could not be truer. <laughs> okay. I think he's sweet, Dan. You're, right. That's what you're I'm saying. mean to these people. That's what I'm saying. It's great that you bring him to shows because he just kisses ass. Well, anyway, um, we can tell that Don is really into Billy, too. He walks away, and she looks at his friends and says, somebody ought to bottle this guy for medicinal purposes. And I'm like, for what? To kill yourself? That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> I was like, yeah, uh, Kevorkian, you just take a shot of him and die. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so okay. Billy, Billy takes her to dinner. I have, I have a no, no one believes in Billy. Because he's at dinner and is like, yeah, I can really understand how when no one trusts you or believes in you. I'm like, dude, no. yeah, you do that shit to yourself, bro, because you're a lying sack of shit in all, Dan, the, in all the episodes. You have got to let, you got to lay off on Billy a little bit. Billy's a no, liar. No, no, no. You are taking this out of context. At the dinner, they're talking about, they're both in very creative career paths so she's trying to be a, a stand-up comic he's trying to be an author and they're both talking about how they feel like they could fail at any moment and that their confidence is always wavering um so they could really see eye to eye because it's always like well some days you think you're great and then the next day you think that nobody ever believes in you well i would argue that not only do other people think they will fail at every moment Billy does fail Oh my in every god. Moment. So Dawn reveals that she has been married. She's been divorced for about six months. And she was married for eight years before. Mm-hmm. So that's a long time. Yeah, and this 
this is just moving very fast to me. Um, and then we go to Jake. He takes Michael Mancini's advice. Uh, he approaches Sandy at Shooters. Yeah. And he asks her on a date. And he explains the terms. It's strictly platonic. Taking it slow. We're going to be friends. And we're going to just go on a date. And see where it goes. Sandy's a little reluctant because she's like, but Jake, you're awesome in bed. <laughs> and I like, I like to be in bed with you. Oh, uh, my God. Why are we going to do this? And he's like, let's just try it. I know I'm awesome. So let's just, let's give it a whirl. So they agree that they're going to go on a date. And then we cut to Billy walking Dawn back to her home. So Billy's outside of Dawn's house, the door. And Billy is predatorizing her. (laughs) He's like, whoa, let me, I'd love to come in. And then she's like, my place is a mess. And he's like, my place is a war zone. <laughs> and, you know, he keeps saying that he wants to come in. Let's have a cup of coffee. And she says, you know, Billy, I'm kind of over those days of one night stands. And he's like, yes, yeah, so am I. So he goes in for a kiss. And at that very moment, the door opens. Boom. It's two mutants. <laughs> Stop. Two Two, they found two mutant human beings. No, they did. They opened the door, and it's this, it's this wretched babysitter, and 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 a little child who has the most confused look on his face that I've ever seen in my life. Okay. And and Dawn, Dawn. Then I don't know how you do this, but you have someone babysit your child, and then you tell them, "Oh yeah, just run home. I'll pay you later." What? <laughs> I. Maybe they have a rapport where they can do that. Maybe. Um, so that's when Dawn reveals to Billy that this child is named Martin mm. and she's her and he is her son. That's right. Eight we, years old. We meet young Martin. He uh he played he was in American Pie one, two oh. and reunion. Wow. He it's he's like credited as like MILF friend, Justin or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So uh this kid Looks deranged. Uh, his face is just in this like stunned stupor. He's right. just like, <laughs> and Billy, Billy is of course way over his head here, and he's not feeling it. You can tell by Billy's expression that he's like, uh, this is not what I signed up for. Yeah, he's like, oh, hi, Martin. <laughs> uh, so um, then we go to Allison's apartment, Allison and Billy's apartment. And Allison, for the first time in Melrose Place history, is not wearing, one, her robe, two, a vest. So it's the She's next day. She's out of the vest. <laughs> it's the next day. It's the morning. Allison's getting ready for work. And then Billy comes in. And, of course, Allison assumes that Billy spent the night with Dawn. Right. But he's like... Ooh, graveyard shift. <laughs> Been working. Working all night. We're driving that cab all night. Yeah. And he tells Allison that Don has a child. And he's considering continuing to date her. Yeah, but he contemplates how difficult this would be. I mean, he could teach Martin how to play soccer or share their love for comic books together. But, you know, other than that, he's kind of out of his depth. Yeah. He he's way over his head. 
I don't know what he's thinking. And neither does Allison. Allison's like, what? What? Are you serious? Yeah, it's probably <laughs> really hard to be a single mom and probably something you shouldn't get tangled up in. No. Because, of course, Allison is always the voice of reason. Yeah. The more and more I watch these, the more I'm like, she's the only one that makes sense here. Without Allison, Billy would be dead. <laughs> <laughs> and and have and have six girlfriends and a wa- and a wife and a shitty script. <laughs> so we go over to Rhonda and Sandy's apartment, and Sandy is getting ready for her big date with Jake. Right, and well, not big. They're 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 starting fresh. This is the first platonic date, date with Jake. Right, and uh, Rhonda is warning Sandy, "Look, I know how Jake is, and I know how he did you before." You guys, and then Sandy tells the story about they were going to go somewhere. and to Jake, a movie. Jake ended up turning it out right then. They went to a movie, and they were supposed to go to a movie, and she goes over to his place, and they have a little drink for the road, and then that right. turns into... They're making, I have that they're making it seem like Jake has superpowers. <laughs> you just think Jake has superpowers. He, Jake is... I think you want to sleep with Jake. You should, I don't. Uh, maybe, but you, if you want to have fun, just pretend that Jake is a superhero when you watch these episodes. And oh it makes total God. sense. Um, yeah, Jake has superpowers. Uh, Billy is, uh, now we're off to Billy and Dawn's date, or like he goes over well, there. Well, yeah, Billy goes over to Dawn and Martin's house for dinner. So they're seated around the dinner table. Little eight-year-old Martin is kind of just watching his mom and this new guy hitting it off. They're having a conversation. And you can tell Martin does not like the fact that Billy is Mm-mm. over. He is not feeling it. He is not feeling so it. So Billy brings up, hey, how about soccer? Martin says, I hate soccer. I play baseball. More of a baseball guy. Then Billy makes a baseball reference, and uh, Martin has no idea what the hell he's talking about. So Billy tries to change the subject to comic Comics. books. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I have every Silver Surfer comic. And Martin's like, Silver Surfer is lame. I don't know anything about comics, but I know Sil- Silver Surfer is stupid. He is pretty dumb. Like, I know that. Sorry, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> so, this then starts a very heated argument with Don and Martin. Right. I have family fight, family fight. So awkward, and World War Three. There's like no build up to this. It's not like voices start getting raised. It's like immediately they are screaming at each other. You said you wouldn't bring guys home, Mom. <laughs> Shut up, Billy. Not before I asked you when I did, Martin. It's They are really not having a, yeah. a nice time together. Martin is so mad and he goes to bed trembling. Storms off. So trembling. <laughs> um. So, oh, and then but then we're forgetting um, when he's talking about well, he Martin's saying something about how he misses his dad, and Don yeah. is like, "Well, I can't get your dad to pay me child support." Yeah, three hundred dollars. She needs that. That's where we get three hundred dollars from. Uh, that 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 triggers Billy to. Be a superhero. Yeah, and the reason is because she needs $300 to fix her car. Right. 
So she, so, and that's why dad isn't hanging around anymore, basically. Because he can't come up with it. Um, so we're off to Jake and Sandy's date. And again, all Jake and Sandy do is analyze their previous relationship. Right. Every time. They're all hot and bothered. You can tell they're really into each other. And it's like, guys, if you're attracted to one another, that's a good thing. Yeah, and it, but it's bad if, like... You're just sitting there and all you do is talk about like, oh, remember last year? Remember yeah. Six? And apparently this was six months ago. Yeah, it was six. So it's not long ago. Yeah. So it's like, you guys, you don't really have a past. You have a now. So just just get it. Just get involved, you know? Just let it, let it happen. So then we go back to Dawn's apartment and little Martin is in his room and he has his blanket. Shivering. Just huddled up and just pulled up around his his chin and he's so upset and for whatever reason billy decides to go into his room and console him not whatever reason for a dumb reason and this is the first time billy has ever really spent any time with this boy i was i i cringed i put my hand on my head when I saw Billy enter this room. And Martin looks at him in terror and says, Where's my mom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Would he, you ever let let a guy no, you just dated ju- go just in to met? console your kid? And then Billy's like, Oh, she's around. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Let's me and you talk, Martin. So he starts trying to get on Martin's level and starts talking about the Terminator. Yeah, Billy compares himself to the Terminator. Yeah, and saying that, hey, the Terminator had to make sure that that mom and her little boy were safe, and that's what I'm going to do for you. And then Martin goes, but the Terminator went away at the end. <laughs> and then Billy's like, well, I'm. this is real life, buddy. <laughs> it's like... This is the first time you went over to her house. Yeah. I think it's the the third time you've actually even seen her. And you're making this promise to this poor little eight-year-old kid that obviously has a lot of issues. Dude, they got to move quick in these episodes. <laughs> they don't have time for this. So now, yeah, why the hell is Martin trembling? Um, Jake and Sandy. We're back to Jake and Sandy. They are headed back to... Melrose Place, and we're in the courtyard, and uh, the the date is over. They're they're set on being platonic and parting ways. Uh, Jake says, "Whoa, this is awkward." Uh, he's like, "Let me get a hug." Well, he didn't ask for a hug, but like they hug, and then it starts heating up. Boom. They just can't stay away from temptation, and they're all over each other. All over. Next each thing other. we know. Jake is dragging, well, not dragging, but they're going back to Jake's door, making out, hands all over each other. Yeah, and but Sandy is a willing participant oh, yeah, in I'm, this. Yeah, absolutely. Very willing. And they get back into Jake's apartment, and they're on the couch, and they're like full on like going to second base mm-hmm. right then and there. And then Sandy's like, Jake, we can't do this. Remember, we told, we said that we were going to take it slow. Then Jake's like, whoa, 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 what is going on here? We were kissing outside. We were you we were hugging. And then she's like, that was a friendly hug. And he's like, what the fuck is a friendly hug? And then she's like, I should have known this. All you want from me is sex. That's it. Yeah. And it's like. Next fight. Boom. Yeah, and they're fighting like it's serious, like immediate. 
they're they're first are making out everything's great and then then four seconds later they're screaming at one another yeah they're very passionate people and i'm on the side of jake here i'm kind of like sandy's freaking out for nothing that's what i agree with that because it's like you guys like each other just be together yeah why why make these dumb rules for yourselves they're they're setting themselves up for failure now we are back at the apartment of Allison and Billy. Um, Allison back in her robe, the the old faithful, blue and some moons and stars, <laughs> and uh, they're do- Allison's doing her crossword puzzle because she can't can't go to sleep, and uh, Billy does what he does best. He lies to the people that care about him the most. So yes. Billy comes home and he tells Allison that he's been in an accident with his cab and the owners are not going to fix the cab and he needs $300 in order to get the cab fixed and if he doesn't get this money, he's not going to be able to work. And you know what, Melrose Place Podcast fans? This, this is why I am upset with Billy on a regular basis is because we have an episode here where Billy has been sort of fun the the whole time. Like, we were laughing. We enjoyed Billy. But then Billy does this stuff. And I, like, get personally, like, upset with him. I know you, you do. Yeah. I'm like, dude, why did you lie? Why are you lying to her? She's like, Allison is so cool. She'd probably just give you the money. Yeah, and she's like, well, I only have $520 in savings, but... You know what? You do the same for me, right? Okay, yeah. I'll give you the three hundred dollars because she, you've got to work. And it wasn't, and it wasn't even that easy. She at first is like, "No, I need that money," and then he's like, "Oh, could, but can I have it?" It's like, <laughs> dude, Billy, you are a dick. That is so terrible of you, of anyone. So that's why I get upset with Billy. So Billy gets the money from Allison, and he goes right back over. To Don's place. But yeah, he lies and says it's for his cab. Yeah. Right, I right, said right. That. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, so yeah, forks over the money for Dawn. And then uh, he gets kind of coaxed into babysitting for Dawn. No, so for, he tries to give Dawn the $300 and she's very uncomfortable. She does not want to accept it. And right. he's like, come on, well, you've got this great gig. She's, she's been offered this gig in Ventura, which is probably like an hour and a half north of L.A. And because her car is is not going to be able to be repaired, she can't get there. So she's like, it's a paying gig. I'm like, they want me to be a regular there. I got to go. So Billy does all of this. He lies to Allison to get the money so Dawn can fix her car. So she... Of course, I mean, she knows this guy for, what, three days? And he's like, here's $300. Get your car fixed. She's very reluctant to take the money, but she does. And, and she's like, well, what am I going to do with Martin? It's tonight. I don't have a babysitter. And Billy's like, well, I'll take Martin. No problem. <laughs> you go out there. Do your thing. Get your car fixed. They'll give you a rental car. And then you go and you knock them dead tonight. And as a mom myself, Mm-mm. I would never entrust my baby to a man that I met, a cab driver I met three days previous. And if even and if you did, you'd have him watch the kid at your place. 
Wouldn't you? Well, I wouldn't do it ever, but right, yeah, but I think if you did. Yeah, so uh, it's agreed. She's gonna go to Ventura. She's gonna take the money. She's gonna get her car fixed. She's gonna pay him back, and then Martin is gonna go with Billy back to Melrose Place where he can look after him. Right. So now we are. We have a, a split scene here. Jake is in the laundry room, uh, complaining to Mancini. And Sandy is in her apartment complaining to Rhonda. And they're basically having the same exact fight talking about each other and why they're done. About how each one of them says that the other is not ready for a serious relationship and they're never going to be tricked by them again. Uh, And I I enjoyed how this was shot. It was just like, boom, boom, boom. It kind of reminded me of like Grease, like, tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> and they like kept going back and forth. Um, yeah. So then Allison's hanging out in her in her living room. She's painting her toenails. And then um, Billy barges in with Martin in tow. Brings home a child to their, to their home. So, of course, Allison had no idea that this was happening. She's very surprised that Billy has a kid with him. And she offers Martin a fruit doodle. Yeah, what the fuck is a fruit <laughs> What's doodle? What's a fruit doodle? I've never heard of this before. Someone, if you know, email us. <laughs> but it's something that I think I'd like. Yeah, tweet us. What's or a email fruit us. doodle? Let us know what a fruit doodle is. So uh, Billy says that he has a great idea, and he thinks that the three of them should go spend the day at Magic Mountain, the local amusement park. And. Allison, you are so sweet. You are so nice. You end up going. So yeah, they go and there's an a awesome montage of them ro- riding roller coasters and playing games and running around the park together. It's spending money. <laughs> Bill, like there's a couple shots like Billy's just forking over money, hooking Martin up with everything. He gets a little bit from Allison. And he puts that right into Billy's, uh, not Billy, Martin's hands. And then Martin sort of runs off. And me and Jenny were both like, oh, my God, please lose Martin. Yeah, well, Martin, <laughs> you can tell that Martin is definitely won over by Billy's little spell. And he's so excited. He's like, Billy, Billy, come with me. And he just runs off. And then Billy and Allison decide to have a little heart to heart at that moment while this kid is just running loose in yeah. this amusement park. And Allison's like, Billy, you know, like, this is fun. But, like, this is not how it is. It's not every day that you're going to be at an amusement park. And Billy's like, yeah, I know, but isn't this great? I love hanging out with kids. And Allison says, well, I don't know if I actually want kids. Yeah. And then Billy's like, what are you talking about? I think every woman wants to be a mom. And, yeah, very sexist. She's like, just because I can make them doesn't mean I want to create them. Yeah. So... He, then Billy's like, well, it takes a while to get used to the idea, but then you just fall in love with it. And it's like, Billy, you've known this kid for literally two days. Yeah, and he hated you for <laughs> one of those days. And you basically had to buy his love by taking him to an amusement park. Right. And then he only likes you because you told him you're the Terminator and you'll never leave. <laughs> 
So at this point, we're thinking that poor little Martin is gone because he just ran away, and that would have been an awesome twist in this episode. But it takes us back to the Melrose Place courtyard where they're now in the pool. It's Billy... Uh, is it Jake and Matt, maybe? Yeah, I think they're all just playing a little game of volleyball. It's like, like slam dunking yes, or basketball. I don't know. Uh, but really, the action is happening outside of the pool where. Uh, girl talk! Yeah, little girl talk. Allison, Rhonda, and uh, Jane. Jane are talking about uh, kids and how, like, you never know you want them until you're. About to get them. And you're never ready for them. And I am a firm believer in that. You are never ready for kids. There's, I don't know anybody who's like, you know what? I think I'm finally mentally, emotionally, and financially ready for a kid. It's like... No. Nope. You just have it. It happens, and then you make it work. Right. Um, but... Even Allison is looking on, watching Billy interact with Martin, and um, the girls are kind of, you know, poking fun at Billy because he is the immature kind of a character at Melrose Place, and everybody knows it. And Allison stands up for him, and she's like, you know, you'd be surprised. He has really grown up around that kid, and he's setting a great example for him. Yeah. So they take, uh, it's time for Martin's bedtime. And they take him up to the apartment, and I'm thinking, do they have this kid for 24 hours? They have him for a long time. When is the mom coming back to go come get him? Uh, So they get him to bed, and Dawn uh, interrupts, like gets gets to the apartment, knocks on the door, and here's Dawn. Yeah, so Dawn comes to the apartment and she's thanking Billy for watching Martin for the day and is just going over how it went at the comedy club. She did really well and Allison is standing right there and she says, well, Billy, because you lent me the money to fix my car, there's no way I could have done this without you. You are my hero. You're amazing. And Allison knows immediately that Billy lied to her to get the $300 and it wasn't for his cab at all, but he was giving it to Dawn so Dawn was able to fix her own car to go to the gig in Ventura. And Allison being so cool and so awesome, she doesn't freak out right there, which I would have a tough time holding back. Oh, I know you would. Man. But Allison's got a little bit of class, yeah, okay? she's like, wow, that's great. How nice of him. How very nice of him. But then she takes Martin, uh, Dawn takes Martin home. She doesn't need a walk to the car. Billy shuts the door and Allison goes bonkers on Billy. Well, she's like, uh, Billy, you lied to me. Again. You, again. You've done this to me se- several times. Yeah. And he's like, well, Allison, it's just because you needed help. Dude, never, ever trust Billy. And, Al- and Allison's like, look, Billy, you you do this every time. You dive headfirst into a relationship, and it's insane, and you have to stop, and I can never trust you again. Yeah, I don't feel bad for Billy at all in this situation. Yeah, and, she's, and Allison says, you're play-acting as an adult, and then Billy's like, come on, Allison, I'm going to pay you back in full. And Allison says... You can never pay me back in full because you're never going to gain my trust back. Boom. Bam. That's one of those parental uh, talk downs where you're like, 
oh, I'm sad because I feel bad. Yeah, where it's like your parents are like, I'm disappointed in you. Yeah, she laid it on oh, Billy hard. Oh, that is the worst. So Billy is off to Dawn's. The next day. The next day. And uh, he hears some ruckus in the in the apartment. So in pure Billy fashion, Billy bursts in. Does not even knock. Doesn't he even hears knock. raised voices and he just lets himself in. And this is what? Third day? Third day it's he's like known It's like the third or fourth. It's very, very early. And so hero Billy bursts in. He's like, what's going on in here? And it's Martin's dad, Dawn's ex-husband, and they're having an argument probably about child support or he says something, you can hear the father saying, well, you care about comedy more than you care about our son. Right, right. And Billy comes into the rescue and is like, hey, you get out of here, pal, and is essentially kicking the the ex-husband out of probably his, his old home. Yeah, and he's like, who the hell is this kid? Okay, but... What are you doing here? Okay, can we address this? (laughs) Then Don's ex-husband, Martin's dad, says the weirdest freaking thing. He says, so what's the story? Does Martin get to watch when you guys are doing it? Yeah, what the What? Why does your mind go there? Like, dude, that's why y'all got divorced, because your mind's in the deep, dark gutter. Yeah, so uh, Martin's dad storms out, and... Dawn, of course, is uh, is enraged that Billy would just barge into her apartment and then basically kick out. Right, because Martin, like Martin, sees it. Yeah, Martin's they, there. They, they got physical too. Like he pushed them. They were like about to fight, and Martin again is like trembling outside of his door, like, traumatized. <laughs> I mean, I think we now understand why Martin has that weird look on his face all the time. Dude, this very weird face. This is a bad, bad life that he's leading. Martin's in a dark, dark place. Yeah, and and Don's like, look, I hardly even know you, and you barge in here acting like you own this family. You're 23 years old, Billy. You're free as a bird. Why do you want to be like associated with us? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, he's 23. Yeah, dude. I remember when I was 23. I was still in college. I know you worked. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was 23 when we first moved out here. Damn. So what happens next? So Don gives him back his $300 and is like, you know what? Like, I Take this child support. Yeah, I don't think that this is going to work. Pretty much saying her piece and being like, you know, I think we're done here. She's like, Go live your life. She's like, thanks for babysitting. And (laughs) And if I was Billy, I'd be like, well... You know I took this kid to Six Flags, right? Because that uh, costs some money, too. You owe me about 400 instead of a three. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're back at Melrose Place, and Sandy is just, she is not, she's in a mood. I'll say she yeah. is in a mood. She's beating down the Mancini's she, door. Yeah, she goes up to the door and is banging on it. Poor pregnant Jane comes and answers it, and she demands to know where Michael is because her dress closet is stuck. And Michael is on call. He's at the office. He doesn't have time to fix your door. But you know who does? Old Jake Hansen. And of course, what is Jake doing? Oh, just fixing his motorcycle right next to the pool again. Again. For the third time. Rebel without a cause. So, uh, Sandy and Jake, who have both sworn to never talk to each other, 
uh, end up talking to each other here, and Sandy needs Jake to help him out. Help her out. So Jake does go up to Sandy's apartment and tries to fix the closet door. And he's having a tough time. He doesn't have the right tools with him. He he can't get this door to, to come unstuck. And he ends up ripping off the doorknob, which causes him to fall very violently against uh, Sandy's dresser. And he falls on the ground yeah. in a heap. And they both just start laughing because it's pretty ridiculous. And they kind of level with each other like, look, what are we doing? We're friends. We shouldn't be fighting. We shouldn't be anything more than friends. Let's just keep on with it. And again, I'm like, guys, if you like each other, it's cool. You can get together. You can have some fun. Nope, just friends. Sorry. So they decide they're just going to be friends. Right. Now we're we're with Billy and Allison, where Billy ends up apologizing to Allison, gives her the money, the child support that Dawn gave him. And I'm like, Allison, don't buy this shit. Billy does this to you every time. Don't buy it. Yeah, and Allison isn't some spring chicken. I don't think she is buying it, but she's slowly but surely going to try to let Billy back in her life. But of course, she's disappointed. So Billy takes it upon himself to go back to Dawn's comedy show and try to have one last interaction with her. And he's sitting in the crowd. And again, she's killing this material for 92 was, I guess, very heady stuff because these people are just loving it. She's likening these guys to superheroes who wants to save the damsel in distress. And everyone's just loving it. But Billy's sitting there knowing that She's talking about him. And then at the end of her act, she's at the bar and Billy comes up to her and is telling her, hey, you know, I I just wanted to do the right thing by you. And Don's like, Billy, let's leave it alone. Like, I, I don't, I'm not ready for this. I just got divorced six months ago. You've been nice and everything. And he's like, but I've enjoyed spending time with you. I want to be with you. And she's like, it's not gonna work, okay? Yeah. So take a hike, Billy. So take stop. a hint. Take a hint, bro. So Dawn breaks it off. Yeah, but not before Billy's like, "Well, can I at least say goodbye to Martin?" And, then, and she's like, "No, I don't think that's a good idea for him or you, Billy." And then Billy says, "Fair enough." He What's said, he say? <laughs> "I don't know." He, then Billy says, "Well, you know what? Tell Martin I say." Hasta la vista, baby. Oh, God. He'll know what it means. Yeah, because you lied to him. You did go away. Good job, Billy. Yeah, so it's the next day. We're back in Billy and Allison's apartment, and he's reflecting on his singleness, looking at a map and saying, hey, I could travel anywhere. I'm not tied down. I could go to Africa or the Orient, which was that that an accepted term back in 92? Mm. Semi-racist. Yeah, a little bit. And then he's like, but you know what? It was really nice for a while. I had a little family. <laughs> and that that remark of everything that happened was the most crazy, psychotic thing I've ever heard. I was like, you knew these people for a week and you regarded them as your family? <laughs> you have issues, Billy. Yeah, Billy. Bad, bad form. We, we, we were with you at the beginning. 
At the end, you sort of tapered off. Man. And we were not feeling you, bro. <laughs> so let's talk about the recap of this episode. Yeah. Uh, Billy dates a comic, and it um, he takes it very fast. Which turns into him being single again. Right. Well, Jake and Sandy uh, agree to take it slow. Just friends. Allison can never trust Billy again. And yeah. Jane is still pregnant. Jane's still pregnant. Yep. Um, what was your 90s moment? Oh, I had a couple. Um, when we first meet Dawn and she's in the back of Billy's taxi, she is talking about how she sells shoes and she brings up her foot and says, Colucci sling bags, baby, wholesale. And I guess that that was like a really cool brand back then. Colucci? Yeah, never heard of it. Never heard of it. Uh, I'm taking a shot in the dark here and I'm going to say fruit doodles. Fruit doodles. Never heard of them, but maybe they were big in the 90s. Another thing that I loved was um, Allison's scrunchie that made an appearance. Oh, yeah. That was one thing that was like, ah, I miss those scrunchies. Those little clips. And then the biggest 90s moment of all for me was when Don lit up a cigarette at the bar. Oh, yeah. You can't do that. I mean, but to be fair, when we were in college, which we wasn't too long ago, well... Like ten years ago, yeah. um, we I remember smoking yeah, in bars. You could smoke at the bar, yeah. but that was like ten years ago. Yeah, it was like oh oh four. Yeah, oh five. Uh, so what's the lesson? What do you take away from this episode? My lesson. I have two lessons. One, never under any circumstance <laughs> trust Billy <laughs> ever. Uh, but my real lesson is. You can't try to be somebody that you're not. Yeah, my lesson from this is don't jump into things too quickly because Billy tries to jump into this new relationship and be daddy to this little boy and mm-hmm. doesn't work out. And we learn that Billy, that Jake and um, Sandy have tried to jump into things too quickly and that ends badly. Yeah. So don't jump into stuff too fast. Let's take it slow. Don't do it. Um... If you could rename the episode, what would you rename it? Well, episode number nine is entitled Responsibly Yours, but I think Zero to Sixty is probably a better title. Zero to Sixty. What do you got? I got Take Her Easy. Take Her Easy? Yeah, because Billy needs to take this relationship easy, (laughs) and Jake is trying to take Sandy easy. Ah, little double entendre. Right. Take her easy. All right. Yeah. So what are your predictions for upcoming episodes? I think I think uh Sandy's character has has uh spread her wings, flown, landed, and I think she's gonna hit the road soon. She can't be with Jake. Yeah. That they they they've really put an axe in that. There's no coming back for that, and she, I don't know what other purpose she would serve. I th- I think she's there just to be Jake's girl, and now that that's not going to happen, I think she's done soon. Hmm. Um, and I say it every episode, but I need some baby. <laughs> Something's happening with this baby that the Mancinis are cooking, and I want to know what's up. Where's the baby? Well, I think Allison is going to be tricked by Billy again. I think this is going to be something we're going to see 
time and time again. I think that Michael Mancini's going to get fired by Mr. K because he cannot <laughs> keep up with his property management work. Mr. K's angry. Thanks for toying with him. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think that Billy might just go on to adopt a kid because he has oh, this crazy um, th- this crazy thought that he's going to be a dad at 23. <laughs> it's getting crazy, guys. It's getting crazy. I am so looking forward to the next few episodes because I think this is when we're going to start seeing the claws come out. I'm into it. I'm totally into it. Guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, thanks for talking to us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MelrosePod. And you can email your questions or whatever you want to MelrosePod at gmail.com. And we're on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Thank you. See you. Bye.